Hey, 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 welcome to episode number two of the Unbox Your Give podcast. I'm your host, Rita Joyan, and a warm welcome to you. Now, today, what I want to cover in this particular episode is the second half of how to find your passion, how to find your gift. That thing that you are uniquely called on to do. And if you haven't listened to episode number one, I highly recommend that you do because this episode is going to build on that one. In episode one, we covered the three areas in which you need to pay attention to, to find your passion. And in this episode, we want to elaborate on that. We want to take it a step further and really crystallize what that passion is now that you know which areas of your life to look into. So let's jump right into it. Now, I don't know what, where, what your situation is right now, whether you're working in a job that you don't like, whether you're working in a job that you do like, but it's just not tapping into your full potential. Maybe you're a mum at home, you know, you're a mum and you're looking to step out into the workforce. Or maybe you're a mum at home and you or a dad at home and you just want to be able to do something else while you're raising the kids. Or maybe you're in a position where you're at university or you're at college or you're at school and you just don't know what to do. Or maybe you've started a business and you're stuck, quite frankly, and the business isn't working. You think, well, what else am I supposed to do? If any of those situations speak to you, this is really going to be something different for you. This is really going to allow you to just silence the noise and just get very, very still and get very, very clear. Because the whole point of why anyone um, hasn't found their passion or doesn't pursue their passion is mainly because, first and foremost, because there's a lot of hesitation that's happened in your habits. So in other words, you've had an idea, you've had an insight, you've thought of what you want to do, but you've hesitated. You didn't go forward because maybe someone so-and-so may not think very highly of you. Maybe you haven't finished your degree yet. Maybe it doesn't pay enough. Maybe it's just you feel you're too old, you're too young, you're too whatever. Hesitation is the biggest culprit from stagnating or stunting the growth of your passion or finding what it is. Hesitation. Because the more you can fail fast, the greater your level of understanding of who you are and gaining access to your passion. And most of the times when I teach this, when I teach people how to find their passion, it's not that they don't know what it is. It's really an aspect of unearthing it or, you know, kind of going deep within because you know, deep down you know what it is. It's just been hidden for so long. You're just like, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. That's most of the time when I work with people. They, they feel like they don't know what it is. And really when we start to figure out what that passion is, when they start to identify that and pinpoint it, they're like, oh, of course. Of course that's what my passion is. And then there's another group of people who are amazed at what their passion is. And most importantly, they realize why they are, how they are. Like they, they get a, a level of self-awareness, a level of understanding of themselves that usually their husband did not know or their wife did not know how to, how to really respond to them, how to take them. 
They didn't understand themselves until they did this process and their behaviors, their outlook, their insights became so much more clearer and therefore their passion became so much more clearer. Okay. So episode one was hobbies, skills and talents, looking at what you did as a kid and who you aspire to have a contribution like. So having taken those three things that you've written down in episode one, and next to each of those, you wrote the reason why. Why did you choose to do those things as a kid? Why do you aspire to have that kind of contribution? And why did you want to do, why do you do those hobby skills and talents? Now, what I'm talking about right now sounds a bit googly gack. Then go to episode one and have a listen because that's going to explain it and make everything clear for you. But if you've done episode one and you're on the same track, let's rock and roll. So now that you've got all your reasons why, that's where the gold is. See, it's not important what you did as a kid. It's not important who you aspire to have a contribution like. Let me just get this really out in the open. Um, it's not really important what your hobby skills and t- what your hobby skills and talents are. What is important is the reasons why for each of those. Because the reason why really highlights your emotions. It highlights what you love to do when time is not an issue, when money is not an issue, when the mortgage isn't an issue, when a degree isn't an issue, when your resume isn't an issue. And so what I want you to do is in each of the columns that you've written the question why, so why did you do those things, those activities as a kid, why did you choose those uh, aspirations in people and professions, why did you, why do you do those hobby skills and talents? That list of why, you now have a whole buffet of words, phrases, patterns and emotions. That's what's on the piece of paper under the why column for each of those things. Now, for what I'm saying to you at any time, guys, is getting confusing or you want some clarification further, then by all means, please do email me, Rita, R-I-T-A, Rita at unboxyourgift.com. That's Rita at unboxyourgift.com. And just put in the subject line, podcast question, and that will enable me to answer you and get an understanding of where you've gotten the content so I can clarify. So what you have in front of you is a whole shopping list of words, phrases, emotions, uh, patterns that have been repeated. And what I want you to do is I want you to put all those words into three categories. I want you to put the words, phrases, emotions into three categories that pretty much summarize it all, that summarize what you've got going on. So in other words, if you have words like movement, if you have things like why you did certain things, right? Because I love to move, because I like to play with animals, because I like to be out and about. Those three things can be chunked into one category, which is movement or out and about, whatever word you want to have. Now, the reason why your passion is unique to you is for this reason. Because you've experienced life in a way that no other person, not your twin sister, your twin brother, not your mum, not your dad, not your sister, not your uncle, not your aunt, not, nobody has experienced the world through your eyes. You may have experienced the same situations and circumstances in life, 
but your interpretation, your experience, your embodiment of that life, that experience, that event has been yours uniquely, which is why you can give twin sisters or twin brothers or a twin sister and a brother um, a taste of strawberry ice cream. One will love it of the twins. The other one will not like it. It's the same flavoured ice cream, but one will like it because our interpretations of what we see, what we touch, what we taste is going to be different. And so too, therefore, is your passion. So nobody can come and tell you, I think you should be an astronaut. I think you should be a blogger. I think you should be a travel, um, a professional traveller. There is such a thing, by the way. I think you should do X. I think you should do Y. People can suggest things, but only you innately will know if it's the right thing and the only way you're going to just get rid of the noise and the confusion and the umpteenth choices that you have or to get out of the rut of well I don't think I'm good at anything if that's what you're experiencing then this exercise is going to help you to get that clarity so now that you've got the words of all the reasons why in that cat in that list you're going to put those words into three categories chunk them into three categories that are the most repeated right so if you've only said i love to work with computers once in your in the whole of your why lists for the kids for the hobbies for the people and professions you aspire to be like if you've only then I wouldn't create that as a category because you've only mentioned it once but are things that are constantly reoccurring like uh, movement like I was mentioning before movement and being outdoors and things like that that are constantly being but it was said in different words right then you want to put them in a specific category and you can call that category movement or whatever the word is that stands out for you so once you have three categories from your list of whys, and these are the categories that are commonly repeated, what I now want you to do is step two, is I want you to put them into professions. So what kind of professions, for example, would suit uh, movement? Well, what kind of professions allow you to move? You could be, and don't edit your thinking. You want to be able to say all of this and go through all this without editing. If you put down dancer for example you think oh, I'm not going to be a dancer I don't even like dancing I don't want to dance don't edit your thinking just put it all down because your mind is just in a flow of creativity your mind is in the flow of just getting it all out so if you stop and edit saying no I won't then you're going to stunt the flowing right you're going to stunt the flow of what's going to be coming out of your mind and what your thoughts are so just write them down as they come to you so what are the kind of professions that would come from, from movement? Well, I could be a dancer. I could be a uh, teacher. I could be a, uh, a doctor working for Doctors With No Borders. That requires movement. I could be a uh, tourist guide. Uh, what else requires movement? Uh, I could be a scout, scouting different talents, scouting different venues, scouting different like. Can you see where I'm going with this? So you want to go to a stream of consciousness and that just pretty much looks at what kind of professions exist or do I want to create in the world that would support that 
category because that category comes from you because that category is what makes you feel alive. That category is what allows time to pass in a way of flowing for you. And so what you want to do is you want to take that category and if you can't think of anything, then Google. Google professions saying what professions would suit traveling, what professions would truth would suit moving or movement. And Google will spit out a whole shopping list. And you want to do that for each of the other two categories as well. Okay? So each of your categories, you just want to Google or you want to uh, do a shopping list, create a shopping list of what professions would suit that specific category. Right? So step three. So let me just go back a step. Step one, you've got all the um, you've got all the words, emotions, phrases, patterns that have been repeated. You've got all those down, and you've chunked them in groups, groups, uh, three groups at least, three groups, no more than three, only three. The second step, what I got you to do is now take each of those categories and Google what professions would suit each of those categories on their own. And now the third step, the third step that you want to do is you want to ask yourself, what one profession would I want to do from all of this list that I've got? So the professions that you have in front of you, which one would I want to do the most? Now, if you've done the exercise correctly, you'll see for yourself. This is the moment where people start to understand themselves. This is the moment where people think, oh, that's why... I'm an extrovert. Oh, that's why I'm so quiet. That's why I don't speak up. It, you start to see yourself in this in a way that is going to make you reflect a lot deeper. So what I want you to do is that once you've picked one profession from that list that you now have, is I want you to ask yourself one thing that would really just light you up. I want you to ask yourself, does it... Does it suit my personality? So in other words, what kind of personality do you have? Are you a happy person? Are you a vivacious person? Are you a quiet person? Are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Are you a kind person? Are you a, sh a sharply spoken person? What kind of personality do you describe yourself? Not what others describe you, but how, what are the personality that you describe yourself as? And once you do that, I want you to ask yourself, well, does my personality serve that? Like, does this profession reinforce my personality? So if you picked, for example, say you, um, you're a quiet person, say that you like routine, and say that you like working on your own. That's your personality. And you want it to be a tour guide. Now, does being a tour guide reinforce your personality of being quiet, working on your own and having routine? And only you can answer that. I can give you a general yes or no, or anybody else can, but only you know if that makes more, because here's why your personality is so important. When you're around a relationship that you love to be around, say it's with your spouse or say it's with a, a friend when that person, when you're around that person, who you are expands, who you are, who you are becomes more when you're around that person. 
Now, conversely, if you're around someone who sucks life out of you, it like time just drags. It's like it's a boring time being around that person. It's horrid. You want to get out there as soon as you can and time just stands still, right? Same thing with your profession. If your profession doesn't reinforce your personality, doesn't enhance who you are, doesn't expand who you are, then it's going to just feel like a drag and no matter what you do, it's just time's going to stand still. That's why one person's dream job is someone else's nightmare and someone else's nightmare is someone else's dream job because we are so different. So what you want to look at is does my this profession reinforce my personality? And then the second thing you want to look at is your values. So a value is nothing more than what's important to me. That's all it is. What is important to me? And if you find what's important to you, is it family? Is it wealth? Is it intimacy? Is it security? Is it what is important to you? Once you find the top three things that are important to you, ask yourself, does this profession, for example, being a tour guide, does it really add, enhance, really give voice to my values? And if the answer is no, you know that that profession is not the right for you because the right profession has to marry up with your personality and once it marries with your personality, now you're more, now you've been enhanced, now you're expanding as a person, which means you're growing, which means you're being challenged, which means you're contributing, which means, you know, you're getting more, you're tapping into more potential. How exciting. Now that you're tapping into more of you, a higher vision of you, does it add and add voice to your values, what means most to you in life? Because if it doesn't, I can guarantee you, you'll always be like, Something feels like it's jarring or jarred or just something doesn't feel right. Something feels off. It has to reinforce your personality and add to your value. So in other words, if your values are security and family and uh, top three, security, family and um, what's another one? And and friendship if that's what it is for you and I'm just making that up then maybe being a tour guide is not going to really not going to give voice to all your values because being a tour guide maybe it requires you the type of tour guide that you want to be requires you to be away from your family maybe it's not going to give you the security because you're always going to be on safari or somewhere crazy and you just you need security so can you see why your values are really important? That they've got to speak to what you want to do. Okay. So now, by all means, if any questions are coming up for you while you're going through this, read out at unboxyourgift.com. So that process is the process of how to find your passion. How to find your passion minus your resume. And by all means, you can put your passion on your resume once you find it. But people usually look towards their resume to look at their next best step when really all they want to do is escape the resume. So why look back looking at the review mirror, i.e. your resume? If you're going to drive, let's drive towards what you want, not what you don't want. And so the seven-step process 
is what's going to really allow you to tap into your greatest potential to give you insight into yourself plus the the clarity the clarity to really make the next best move for you so if you would like to get access to this uh what I've gone through in one whole piece like in one whole chunk without episodes being divided then my invitation to you is to go to www.unboxyourgift.com and you can get download for free a training that I've done delivered live to a conference on the process of how to find your passion minus your resume so it's at www.unboxyourgift.com and you can download for free uh, the whole steps to finding what your passion is. If you've got any questions, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you took away. Let me know what doesn't sound right to you. Let me know how, what, how you went. Because that's the greatest gift of all, to know that this it enabled you to be able to get to your next best step, whether that's a career change, a career move, or a career highlight or a new career, or the start of one, or the end of one, and the pursuit of the next adventure, whatever that is for you, the journey is unique. And that's why this process allows you to have that path that's your own, and not model someone else's that kind of doesn't fit into the world that you live in. So what I want to do is just end with that, guys. I look forward to getting your questions. I love to get your questions uh, and be able to answer them as you're going through this process. Now, I'm putting out a call out. I'm currently going to be mentoring a few people live. What we're wanting to do is document this process of teaching you how to find your passion. If you would like me, <laughs> yours truly, to be able to one-on-one, -on, -one, on a one-on-one -on -one basis, to help you find your passion, I am more than well happy to do it for you complimentary. The only thing that we require you to do is we want to document people's journeys. We want to document how you're finding your passion and how you went through this process. So if you would like to have yours truly be able to coach, mentor you personally, one-on-one -on, -one, on how to find your passion, I would be most honored to help you do so one-on-one. -on -one. I usually charge for these. Uh, people have paid in excess of $1,000 to, ha to have me coach them just on this process alone uh, and have paid in excess of $10,000 to be in retreat rooms to be able for me to be able to help them find their passion. But I'm doing this complimentary because I want to be able to have more people find their passion and to do so I want to be able to record it so that other people can see someone else's journey and have that be an inspiration for them. So I'd love you to be an inspiration for someone else, like a domino effect. If you can be inspired by someone else, then you could be the inspiration. And then that story of yours can be the stepping stone for someone else. So what I'm looking to do is find about 10 or 15 people who are looking to find their passion, who want to be mentored through this process by me. And all we ask in return is that we can record the session and whatever happens, happens so that people can learn and put this session in use in real time by seeing you go through it. And it's just you and I sitting across and talking and me asking you the questions and you're doing them face to face. That's all it requires. So if you are interested in being one of the uh, 10 or 15 people that we choose, then please, by all means, go to once again, reader at unboxyourgift.com. That's R-I-T-A at 
Unbox, U-N-B-O-X, Y-O-U-R-G-I-F-T dot com. And put in the subject line, process. Just put in the subject line, process, the passion process. And let us know that you want to be part of uh, a complimentary coaching mentoring session on finding your passion once and for all. And then we can then record that and help other people find theirs through your journey, which is very, very exciting. You'll be the stepping stone. So thank you so much, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Any questions, by all means, please do email us. And remember, life is a gift. Unbox it.